Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 118 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I know that a lot of you might be doing more of the dry January, um, but I'm going to assume that not everybody is. And I'm also going to assume that some of you might go back to alcohol after January. Now, please note there is no judge zone if you decide to go sober life. More power to you, A++, give you a virtual high five, all of the things. Um, but some of us do drink alcohol. And I think both are okay, right? So today we're going to talk about alcohol. I'm going to go into two specific things that I think are really important for us to understand if we are trying to be more mindful about our, I'm just going to say physique and mental bodies whenever it comes to drinking alcohol. So if you do drink currently, if you plan on drinking in the future, then today's episode is for you. Now, with that being said, you might be listening to this bright and early in the morning. If so, it might not be applicable for you to sip on an alcoholic beverage as you listen to this show. So maybe you stick to our normal drill here and go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or whatever the heck would make you smile, and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, Grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, I think it is only appropriate for me to mention one of the newest sponsors of the show, which is Shike Protein. And I really hope I pronounced that correctly. I've even been on the phone with so many different people from the organization and I keep forgetting to ask them, like, hi, do I pronounce this correctly? And fun fact, I am horrible with pronunciation, so it's very possible that I pronounce it incorrectly. However, they are coffee-based protein powders. So everything that you'll get from their regular, uh, which would be more like a black coffee, to vanilla, they have a caramel, peanut butter, uh, a, like, cafe con leche kind of flavor, um, so many. They all have more of that coffee taste to it. Um, I believe you get the equivalence to like a shot of espresso, uh, so it is actual coffee, like there is caffeine in it. So it might not be a good one if you're trying to power in some protein before going to bed, but their flavors are fantastic. So I can tell you I'm not the biggest latte fan, and my main reason why is because I don't like the like thickness of the milk flavor in or the milk even feeling I should say in a latte. If anything a lot of times too I'll like take a sip and I'll be like ooh I I like this but it's really sweet to me. I think they do such a good job of getting the flavor without it being heavy and without it being extra sweet. Like the caramel one is oh my god I'm like freaking obsessed with it. 
Um, so number one, you can always use the code TCY, all caps. You can see the link in the show notes uh, and you can order online. There's also a really good special going on that I am a part of. Uh, if you head over to a Harris Teeter, you might want to view my Instagram though first so you can see all the details. But you're able to win like an Apple Watch, a lifetime supply of coffee, a Lululemon gift card. There's a lot of fun things. So I have partnered with them and Harris Teeter to make this happen. Um, again, head on over to uh, the Caffeinated Yogi Co. It's not linked on the podcast. I think it's tagged, but it's not going to show up on the main page. So um, if you have any questions, please reach out. I'm happy to answer them for you. Thus far, I've truly enjoyed it with just water. I do not find it to be a chalky like uh, base, so highly recommend. Now, you can always have coffee in with your alcoholic beverage, but we're going to switch gears a little bit as we start talking about just alcohol in general. Specifically, if you are focusing a bit more on the mindset. Now, mindset can kind of go two different ways. One can just be that you want to be aware of like how you feel and what you're consuming and take it just as a, I don't want to drink this just because everybody else is. I want to know what is in this item and then I can make the conscious decision if I want to consume it, right? That's number one when it comes to more of that mindful bit. And the second, it is okay if it falls to physique. And as I was kind of writing through some of my notes, which by the way, I pulled a total rookie mistake and I wrote down a good amount of notes on paper, um, which you shouldn't do because you can hear like the paper ruffling around in the background. So uh, sorry if you do hear that. But um, as I was writing my notes, I quickly wrote down the word physique. And I was like, damn, how have I not thought of it before to think that that is just the right word? With how everybody is different, everybody's built differently, everybody has different goals, and a lot of our goals are okay. It is okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to want to gain weight. It's okay to want to look a certain way. It's okay to want to put on muscle. It's okay to want to, um, like fit into maybe an old shirt that you really like. I don't know. But I'm just saying as long as the meaning behind it is actually valid, it's okay. There's so much shit now on social media that says like, oh, well, you shouldn't be focusing on weight loss or you shouldn't be focusing on uh, how your body looks in the mirror. And I think instead it should be like, I don't want you to focus as much of What's that direct number on the scale? The amount of times I work with people and they say something like, well, when I was 16, I weighed this. And I was like, well, holy shit, when you were 16, your hormones were crazy town and your body is physically different. You were still literally a child. Like you're not a grown adult. Your your body's going to change. It's going to adapt. And uh, we should be okay with the fact of if you want to put on more muscle, cool, get stronger, be a badass. If you are feeling like you're maybe sluggish and maybe you've had some bad eating habits or movement habits and you want to lose a little bit of weight to feel healthier, maybe it's even something that your doctor's recommended, like cool, that's okay. It is okay. All are welcomed here. But either way, rather if it's just from the mindset, physique, a bit of both, 
that term macros is going to come into play. And I am personally uh, not a fan of tracking like I'm going to open up my fitness pal and I'm going to track every single drink that I have. Number one, it's probably going to be off unless you are drinking something that is like I am going to have Oling White Claws. And White Claws actually the one I'm going to pick on here in a moment just to let you know that they're way off in general even if you were to use my fitness pal. But that is one thing to be like, I had three lime seltzers as opposed to I had one pina colada. I had one strawberry daiquiri, right? Like, and trying to sit there and enter it in and you spent something like 30 minutes trying to enter your drinks into my fitness pal. I don't care what your physique goals are. That is the time when I want you to put my fitness pal down and uh, enjoy the daiquiri if you so choose, Right. And also, I should have mentioned this before, please and drink the daiquiri if you so choose, if that is a healthy venture, meaning like alcoholism is not an issue. I hope we're all on the same page there. Anyways, um, so tracking, looking at macros. And a lot of times people are going to look at the carbs and the sugar. And the crazy thing is, is that there's more than just, let's say, your carbs, your fat, your protein, that go into your total of your calories. Now, I know that some people are going to be like, uh, what? It's just your macros that equal your calories. Your micronutrients then kind of fall into the subcategory of the macronutrients. Wrong. (laughs) Now, the majority of the time, that's going to work okay because I'm going to say you're not drinking every single day. But people forget or do not realize that Alcohol in grams does equate directly to calories without it falling under carb, fat, or protein. Now, I'm not going to break down so much of your macronutrients, but basically you can think that for every um, one gram of carbs, you're going to have four calories. For every one gram of protein, you're going to have four calories. For every one gram of fat, you're going to have nine calories. And the one that people always forget about, whenever you have one gram of alcohol, you're going to have seven calories. And the thing that's even harder is that alcohol in grams is never listed on the nutrition facts. So I'm going to pick on White Claw. Again, I'm sorry if you hear this little paper ruffle. I suck. Okay, so... Um, If I was to look at something like calories, you'll see a lot of times that people will say a good quick fix is to take your 100 calories and divide it by something like four and then you know how many carbs you're consuming. Well, here is how and why that number is not correct whenever we look at something like White Claw. So White Claw, whenever you look at, and I'm pretty sure I pulled the lime or lemon or, you know, some basic ass flavor. But if I look at the macros, there are 100 calories listed, two carbs and no grams of fat or protein. So basically we have 100 calories and 2 grams of carbs. Now if we use that little math equation that I just gave you, so if we take 2 carbs and we times that by 4, that then means that we have 8 calories total. And the total of your white claw does not equate to 8 calories. So if you're starting to understand macros and you look at it from that perspective, I would then hope that your body or your mind goes, well, why does the label say 100 calories? 
So the first thing that I want us to focus on is then how much of the calories are coming from alcohol. A lot of times that people think that alcohol is going to fall under the carbs, if you will. And it's like, well, no, my my total uh, carbs are two grams. Like I'm only getting two grams of carbs from the alcohol. And that is not correct. The alcohol technically falls into its own macronutrient. So if I look at something like White Claw, which this one is a pain in the butt to figure out because normally you don't even see the amount of calories or what's the word I'm looking for? The amount of the nutrient listed in ounces or grams or anything. So you'll see a lot of times like that there is, let's say, 5% alcohol, right? You then have to take that 5% and figure out what that is. Normally in ounces first is going to be the easiest way to break it down. And that's what I did here with White Claw. So White Claw has 0.6 ounces of alcohol. I then went to figure out how many grams are in 0.6 ounces. And there are 17 grams in 0.6 ounces. So if I have 17 grams of alcohol and if I was to times that by 7, I'm then getting 119 calories. There are 17 grams of alcohol. That then means I have 119 calories from the alcohol alone in the White Claw. If I go back to my original label that lists off the macronutrients that are required by the FDA, you'll see that there are 100 calories two carbs, two grams of carbs, zero grams of fat, and zero grams of protein listed on the White Claw label. So I'm going to guess that you probably said, well, how is there then 119 calories from the alcohol? So the next fun fact for you is that the FDA requires that nutrition labels be accurate up to 80%. So they have to have 80% accuracy. This means that they are, they basically get 20% of wiggle room. So let's pick on White Claw again. We have 119 calories from the alcohol and we have 8 calories from the carbs. That in total equals 127. Now I'm guessing, I have no idea, this is somebody feel free to reach out and correct me if I'm wrong, but 100 divided by 127 is 78%. So that means that White Claw did not even fall under the FTA requirement. First off, I think that allowing 20% of wiggle room is really high, period. Number two, I don't know how, but I guess it's, do they round up? Is it technically 75% and above? So then you're able to round up to 80. Like, I I truly do not know, guys. I have no idea. So if you do know, please reach out to me and I will, of course, make a follow-up episode. But here is my reasoning for telling you all of this. And I really hope I didn't lose anybody with math. Um, uh, But number one, it is, I think, macros come into a tracking your macros, if you will, just using that term. It is very helpful to just understand how much you are, uh, like how much your body is consuming, right? Taking that mindfulness approach. And unfortunately, we kind of have to do a little bit more research as compared to this label. So if you were to look at the label and let's say that you saw that there was like 
25 grams of carbs and then you realized oh and there's 100 calories so like this is kind of equating a little bit more this makes more sense to me I'm just drinking a big chunk of carbs with alcohol added in right I mean that math wouldn't add up if there was alcohol but bear with me (laughs) uh it, it just it builds that awareness so if you were to let's say let's say your goal was to eat 200 grams of carbs a day and you that decided to have four drinks at 25 grams of carbs you might then be like damn I have 100 grams of carbs to eat like it just it puts it a little bit more in that black and white I personally, whenever it comes to alcohol, I don't like tracking in my fitness pal, but I can tell you I am very cautious of making sure that my protein is higher. I normally keep my carbs and my fat a little bit lower because for me, if I'm drinking, I am normally eating something that is also either out or out of the normal. It's going to be something that is a little higher to the carbon fat than what I'm used to. Plus, I am also consuming the alcohol. Now, this does not mean that you should not be eating. So many times people think of like, oh, well, I can make my I can make my alcoholic drinks fit into my macros if I just don't eat dinner. Dear God, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please, please do not go down that rat that route or that uh, rabbit hole, if you will. Food is fuel. Period. Food is fuel. I think it's also important to understand that alcohol also disrupts your body in different ways. For example, protein synthesis, which is something that I've talked about on another episode. So I'm not going to dive into it too much here, but I do just want want us to be aware of what I'm referring to. The process of building new muscle is called protein synthesis. When you digest alcohol, it inhibits or it disturbs certain like signals to your body that tell your body to build muscle. So let's think of it like this. I'm taking this big old gulp. As I take this gulp, my little laser light that goes to the muscle that says, yo dude, build. (laughs) Yo dude, grow. Yo dude, turn on. That laser light is now more like a flashlight. It's not a laser. It's a little dimmer. It's a foggier. It's, it has a wider range, whatever it may be. I then drink my second big old gulp, and please note it's not gulps, but I hope this analogy makes you smile. I then drink my second big old gulp of alcohol, and I then went from a laser to a flashlight to like a to like a, a flickering light, maybe even like like a candle flicker, right? That like one that's about to blow out. So as you drink alcohol, you're slowly creating this imbalance with the growth of muscles. So if one of your physique goals is to get stronger, to build muscle, alcohol is literally breaking or is not allowing the muscle to get bigger. It's turning that signal off. So whenever you're hungover, let's say, and how many times do people say like, oh man, I just, I need a lot of carbs. I need that big, greasy, uh, fried chicken sandwich. I need all the carbs I can get. Are carbs helpful? Yes. Yes, they are. Is protein helpful? Yes. Yes, it is. My point is, I don't want you to just be like, oh, all carbs, eat a shit ton of shitty carbs. Like, no, your body needs protein. It needs some nice, good protein. Your body needs some good carbs. And I hate to even say good. Good and bad is apparently a 
the awful term to use now. Let's use the word wholesome. I want a wholesome protein. So I mean something that's like a chicken breast where there is not a lot of uh, carbs and fat in it. I'm going to want a good amount of vegetables. I'm also going to want some chips and I'm going to want maybe the uh, fried onion rings, right? Get all of them, but your body needs all of that fuel. It should also have the fuel beforehand, maybe during, depending as to, you know, what your situation looks like. So our takeaway from today's episode is that drinking should be fun um, and it should be done in moderation, just like everything else that we do. If you follow me on social media and you see that I talk a lot about eat your fucking veggies, my new one that I think I'm going to use is crush your damn protein. Yes, I want you to eat vegetables. Yes, I want you to eat protein, but I don't want you to eat just vegetables and just protein. And if you think that's what I do, then clearly you don't follow everything <laughs> because you would then know that tortilla chips are like literally my best friend. So it, just like alcohol should also be treated with that same form of moderation, that same form of awareness. How many times do I now talk to people and they have a better understanding of how much protein they should be eating? And I think that's fantastic. I'm happy that we're starting to build that awareness. But I think that we also need to start to build the same awareness around alcohol. So you can't use that easy peasy little trick to say, oh, I have this white claw of 100 calories. If I divide this by four, I know I'm drinking 25 grams of carbs. An ex-CrossFit athlete recently posted that and it took everything in my power not to comment on them and be like, cool, you have like, I don't know, 500,000 followers and you just gave false information. I read through some of the comments and saw that there was a, uh, I don't know if she was a nutrition coach, dietitian, but she commented and described the um, alcohol has calories. <laughs> alcohol in has like grams that equal calories. Can we talk about that? Your equation is wrong. And literally nobody nobody responded, which was just absurd to me. I Maybe I'm part of the problem because I didn't partake, but always remember to reach out to those that have specialized uh, whenever you're looking to get the information. So for example, I actually love the person that I'm referring to. I'm not going to say their name because I do truly enjoy their content. But if it was to come to talking about how to build with this particular athlete, how to build more of a gymnastic space, then I would say they are, they're a fantastic go-to. They've trained that for years since they were a kid. And man, I could learn a lot from them. But getting your alcohol nutrition information from them, no. They really do not, they literally do not know what they're talking about. So it is okay to want to educate. It's okay to want to educate maybe even before you're like, all right, I know that I'm going out this weekend. What are, you know, what are some things I could do to make me not feel like shit? Like that's an okay thing to do, right? So number one, sadly, your nutrition labels are probably not as accurate as what you think they are. You can do a little bit of a double check as you start to find out more about the carbs, the fat, the protein, and the alcohol. Number two, remember that as you are drinking, your body needs all sorts of fuel. Your body still needs carbs. Your body needs protein. Your body, need, your body needs fat. And your body needs water. If you do not follow the rule of thumb of once you have an alcoholic beverage, you should have a glass of water, then I want to slap you. <laughs> a nice yogi slap of course but still drink your freaking water damn it all right that's all I have for today um I if you did tune all the way through and you're not currently drinking you're doing the whole dry January thing maybe you tune back in hit the little save button so you can come back to this episode rather easily or quickly if you found a lot of good information here 
please, 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 please share it to Instagram. Like you, you just literally got to hit the share button. People like to see what you're doing. And the only way that both of my businesses have grown to the way that they have is based on people just using word of mouth. And I'm very grateful for it. And I hope to continue to grow in that way. So if you found value here, hit the share. If you have questions, send me a message. The Instagram links are below. And I hope that I get to chat with you next Tuesday. Until then, my lovelies, namaste and sleep you thing. <laughs>